These texts are difficult for us to read as they speak of the unspeakable, pain, suffering, and mockery of a Savior we have fallen in love with. We can only sit and read about this mistreatment, the misunderstanding, and the misconstrued ideas under which they were suffering. This creates in us a sense of hopelessness as we see what is happening to our Savior. We, however, have the benefit of knowing that Sunday is coming. Friday is pain, but Sunday is power. Friday is suffering, but Sunday is salvation. Friday is here, but Sunday is coming. However, for those who were experiencing this in real time, the horror was real. The unrelenting mockery of Jesus would have cut them to the bone. The physical suffering would have been unbearable, even to watch. The overwhelming juxtaposition of Jesus placed between two thieves. Every bit of the scene must have been surreal for them. It just couldn't be happening. Everything that they had hoped for was dashed. Every dream of salvation seemed to be crushed, and they could do nothing about it. They were lost in sorrow, witnessing the mockery and punishment, and without recourse. When I was watching the movie, The Passion of the Christ, I was with a young man I was going to baptize the next weekend. As their suffering continued on screen, I found my palms sweating, my brow wet, and my heart in my throat. I just wanted it to stop. I wished that they would have given us an intermission so I could absorb everything and just make it stop for a little while to catch my breath. None was to come. And truth be told, I am sure it was nothing compared to the real scene of degradation that those followers of Jesus had to witness on that day at the Hill of the Skull. Luke says these things with a matter-of-fact tone that might seem dispassionate. However, I don't think this to be true. No believer in Jesus can look upon this scene without an emotional response. We want to cry out to the mockers that they are wrong, cry out to the thieves that they have no business being so close to him, and shout out to Jesus that he should step down or call an angel army in to give respite to his suffering. As we look at these texts in the sermon today, ask yourself these questions. What does the crucifixion story mean to you? Can you identify with any of the characters you have met so far? If so, which ones? How can you respond to what happened to Jesus on that day? Is it possible to respond this much time later? How do you tell someone that this is the most important story that has ever been told? And how do you have them connect to this story as if it were their own? How can we avoid the mistakes of both the Jewish leaders and the Roman soldiers? What is it that you would preserve rather than following Jesus? Can you spend an hour in prayer today thinking of nothing else but of his sacrifice for us? When you tell someone of the crucifixion, what parts would you rather leave out? What parts embarrass you as a Christian? Is that a weird question? Be honest. How can a community, a church, be Christians that make the cross central to their theology and to their worship experience? 